You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. Hey, hey, back today, I'm here with Chad Ross. Chad's the founder of Dorsal. It's an incredible mission-driven brand. They sell ocean-inspired accessories, things like bracelets, rings, necklaces, uh, and support the ocean with every single purchase. So we'll hear more about that from Chad. Uh, but basically, every purchase removes one pound of ocean plastic. It funds coral reef restoration and aids ocean conservation. You can check them out at dorsalbracelets.com. We're going to link in the show notes. Chad's a longtime Privy customer, and we were doing some back and forth around his approach to new product launches. So I thought it'd be fun to bring him on. There's a ton to discuss. So let's get into it, Chad. So awesome having you on the show, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this. Yeah, so let's start with Dorsal, right? Maybe you can give us a, a backstory on the brand and, and how you started. Yeah, so um, long story short, in college, I was a biology major. I thought I wanted to be a dentist for as long as I can remember. Um, so I, I was studying science in college. And then just for fun, I started a clothing company on the side, simply as a creative outlet. Um, and by the time I was about to graduate, I decided I didn't want to do dentistry anymore. And I took everything I learned from the clothing brand and put it into Dorsal and started Dorsal a month after college. So we're just over three years now. And um, I've loved every second of it. That's amazing. And so you know, how, how are things going today? Good, good. So um, we have been able to remove over 122,000 pounds of plastic from the ocean, which is a huge milestone that I'm just super proud of. In terms of in terms of like revenue and stuff, we've done over just over 3 million in lifetime revenue. Wow. Yeah. And we have about eight employees, um, all remote. So yeah, it's amazing. So much to be proud of there. Like, fantastic business growth but also the, the mission side, the plastic removal. I love that. Yeah, thank you. You know, there's so much happening right now around the ecosystem and impact to coral reefs and uh, wildlife in the ocean. So that really stood out to me. It was one of the big reasons why I wanted to bring you on. Let's start there, right? Like, is that mission at the heart of all of your marketing? Yes. So the mission is pretty interesting because we try to be a lifestyle brand um, and we also try to push the mission. We don't want to over push the mission. I don't like guilt marketing is what I yeah. call it, where you try to make people feel bad to buy something. So we try not to do that. So we try to balance the mission and just having really cool products. But yeah. And all the marketing that I've seen, it, it does front and center is lifestyle right? Yeah. But I think like you did a nice job, at least on the website, weaving in the, the story and the mission um, behind it. Yeah, but like, thank you. are you also doing that in your emails and your ads or really that's like secondary to the lifestyle? Yeah, we are. We, we try to, with every touch point that a customer goes through, we try to add some sort of the mission in there, whether we just simply say, you're helping the ocean or whether we dive in really deep and we tell them exactly what they're doing. Um, so, so with ads in particular, we kind of say, Hey, every purchase gives back to the ocean. But then with our welcome email, you'll understand more of exactly what your purchase does as you learn more about dorsal and you've gone through some of our flows and journeys. I think it's huge, you know, because like when someone goes to put on a dorsal bracelet 
or when they, you know, are looking at the necklace they bought their friend as a gift, like they are subconsciously tying that back to the story. Totally. And that's another big piece of it is you are having an impact with every purchase. But another piece that we like is you're you're spreading awareness and also every bracelet serves as a reminder to, you know, skip that plastic bag at the grocery store and bring your own bag or skip the plastic straw, just little things that you can do in your in your daily life to help with the environment. Yeah. And I do think that it also it always gives you something to talk about. Like, yes, we're, we're going to get to your launch strategy in a sec, because I think that's yeah. super interesting. So you you have a lot to talk about, but I think the impact is always growing, right? The world impact that you're having yeah. uh, is constantly growing. So I think that probably simplifies things um, when it comes to like content generation and staying in front of the customer. It does. It totally does. It's very clear what type of content we should have. And uh, majority of the time we should be on the beach with our content. The only thing I will say is it seems a little limiting sometimes because we do need to be on the beach. And it, it wouldn't make sense if we were taking a picture in the middle of New York City, that kind of thing. So sometimes it feels a little limiting, but um, it does help give us a strategy and a very clear picture of where we should be going with our content. Awesome. And Community is a big part of the dorsal brand too, yes. I saw, right? You've got the dorsal yes. crew. We do. Yes. So the dorsal crew is a private Facebook group. Um, we are just over 3000 members right now, but it's open to anyone. And it's basically just a bunch of like-minded individuals who support dorsal and are a fan of the environment, basically. So people are sharing pictures of their local area where they've done a cleanup or if they're wearing a bracelet and they, you know, some people are landlocked. So they go to the beach and they share a picture of their first time wearing a bracelet to the beach. So that's a big piece of it. And then the other piece is we ask the dorsal crew what they want to see next. What's the next ocean animal bracelet you want to see, or what's the next product you want to see? So it's a really cool community where we're able to get a lot of feedback from our customers at the same time. That's awesome. So do you actually put energy into growing? It's kind of interesting. So we've built a few flows within our email where we talk about it, but we don't push it so hard because we actually want the super fans, I like to call them, of Dorsal to find the group rather than just trying to get everyone from our email list into the Facebook right. group because that doesn't have a ton of value to us. So we aren't pushing it super, super hard, but we do talk about it and put it on the website so that all of the people who are super interested in our brand are able to find it and join if they would like. Yeah. So if you were to just like draw a a funnel, so to speak, yeah. it's like email is kind of the top of your funnel, right? Where like totally. everything's happening. Yeah. I know you're, we were just catching up, like you're a super happy, attentive customer too. So is SMS like in the middle of the funnel and then Facebook group is at the very bottom? Facebook group is definitely at the bottom. And I would say SMS is a little bit more top of funnel, maybe a little deeper than email, but still slightly towards the top. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're really yeah. taking multiple channels and communities at the the very bottom. I love that. So totally. did the launch strategy, like, was that stuff that fell out of the Facebook group? A little bit out of the Facebook group and a little bit out of learning what happened in 2020. So for a long time, our launch strategy has kind of been in line with apparel, where we do a fall and spring launch, and we we kind of have a lot of bracelets that come out at once, and we talk about it in email for a few months following. But then, as 2020 hit, it was up and down all year. Some were great, some months were terrible, and we realized that we were when we were seeing 
times of the year that were terrible, it was actually because we were focusing too hard on new customer growth. So we were focusing too hard on Facebook or Snapchat or TikTok or anything like that. And we were like, we have a ton of existing customers and we've kind of let it fall through the cracks where we're not just feeding our current audience. So for 2022, we're changing our launch strategy to launching something new every two weeks, whether it be just one new bracelet or one new colorway or a whole new collection, or it could be a charity collection. So yeah, we're, we're trying to change that up and see how it does in 2022. So you're going from, I'm just trying to get this straight. You're going from yeah. roughly four kind of seasonal launches a year yep. to launches every single, you know, twice, yep. twice a month. Yeah, like so 26 launches next year. <laughs> so are you nervous about that? Totally. Absolutely nervous about that. Um, <laughs> we've done a little bit of testing with some small drops to see how it goes. But um, it's definitely a big change. You know, it's a big change for our team, mainly because we have to be far more organized than we were in the past. There's a lot more content creation that goes around. You have to keep everything way more organized because you don't want a picture of a bracelet that's coming out next month with a bracelet that's coming out this month. So a lot more organization is definitely going on behind the scenes, but I'm super excited because we're able to expand a little bit beyond what we're doing right now. Yeah. I mean, I think the idea of like creating urgency and getting organized around campaigns every other week, I think is, it's a great urgency driver totally. for sales, especially if the team can do it. So yeah, it sounds like maybe you've done a little bit of testing on this thinking, like we have. fill us in on, on what happened there. Yeah. So we started to get this idea in the middle of this year, 2021. And so we, we started thinking about how can we test some of this stuff with email and SMS and just see what, what happens. So we've done a few small drops. We did a limited edition anniversary bracelet where uh, it was a totally different colorway and we only had 300 for three years to celebrate and we sold out within three days. That was super cool. And then we were like, okay, maybe this will work. And so we've done some ring launches as a new product way this year, which um, obviously don't do as well as bracelets because that's kind of our bread and butter, but still did pretty significantly well. And then we're doing another test in October as a breast cancer launch where for the first time we're going to be donating to something besides the ocean. So a portion of those proceeds will go to a charity. So we're just testing a few more things before the end of the year to see where we can really push the needle next year. But yeah, so far so good. When we do these small drops, we see about a 50% higher click-through rate on our email list. So pretty significant stuff. It's amazing. So 300 orders for the bracelet drop in three days. Like yep. give us a sense of comparison. Like, Yeah, so we do anywhere from 50 to 200 orders a day, just kind of depending on uh, the season. Like summer's a big yeah. season for us. So we obviously do more then. And depending on if we have a sale going on or not, but it makes up the majority of our orders when we do these small drops. That's incredible. So yeah. my next question is like, what does it actually take to orchestrate one of these small drops end to end, right? You mentioned email and SMS, but like, yeah, let's walk through all the different assets totally. that go into one of these campaigns. Sure. So we use Notion to stay super organized, but it, it basically goes from idea to if it's going to be a new colorway, that's way simpler. And we can probably pump out a colorway within 45 days, where as if we're doing a totally new idea, it takes about three to four months to do. So we have to say, 
what is the idea? How long do we need to create the product from graphic design to working with the manufacturer to getting the product and working with content creators and making sure that it's all lining up? And then all of our team members have to kind of be on the same board. So from paid media to email and SMS, everyone needs to understand the verbiage that's going on with, um, for example, the breast cancer. Like, what is the tone we're using? Or what's the verbiage we're not using for this launch? So yeah, it's definitely extremely detailed, extremely planned out. But yeah, so far, so good. So you, you know, it was funny, you like, you knew exactly that there's 26 launches for next year. Mm -hmm. Um, You now have a a great sense of of what goes into each of those. It sounds like it's paid. Maybe there's some product photography or creative around that. Yep. But then it's paid email, SMS, and then maybe a little bit of the the Facebook stuff too in the group. A big focus with these smaller launches is just focusing on our existing customers. So that's why we put more of a, an emphasis within you know, the Facebook group, the dorsal crew, email and SMS to try and get it out to our existing customers before we put a ton of spin behind it just to find new customers for a small launch. So yeah, it's definitely nice. a focus on our existing audience. Well, I, I think it's super compelling, Chad. I think the fact that you were able to drive 300 orders in, <laughs> in three days, I think speaks volumes to the strategy. And we'll have to get you back on the show uh, next year, maybe yeah. when you're <laughs> when you're in the thick of it and seeing seeing how it's going. But totally. you know, I think it's a great reminder that like you don't need to just follow the trends of what's out there and that you can shift in your case out of the mindset of just doing things like apparel on on a seasonal basis into trying something new. So absolutely excited to watch you do your thing and, and thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. Cheers.